Hi, I'm Ann Jensen coming to you from the East Coast of New Jersey. Hi, I'm Skylar West coming to you from the West Coast of Canada. We are two romance writers using our life experiences to break down and share with you all things romance. How you find your next book boyfriend, discovering genres and tropes, and looking at what works and why, and what doesn't work and why. Hey, welcome back to Coast to Coast Romance. And we have a special guest today. This is our first time interviewing the famous Deborah. <laughs> and I say famous because Deborah is really killing it um, with her blogging and with her author interviews. She is in the Smoky Mountains of Tennessee. So welcome, Deborah. Hi. I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for joining us. Glad to have you. So how about we just jump right in? I know that we sent you uh, some very specific questions because we really wanted to tailor this podcast to you and because you work directly with readers. You know, as authors, we try and write our stories and hope they connect with readers. You as a reader are connecting other readers with our work. So (laughs) we're very excited about that. So my first question for you is what made you decide to blog? For the last few years, I started doing reviews, and I had an author who I have no, don't remember who in February contacted me through Goodreads and told me how much they loved a review I did, which happened to have been on another author, and asked me if I would review one of her books. So at that point, I decided to transfer all of my reviews that I had done on Amazon into a blog and just write my reviews and have them and share them. So that's how it started. I just, you know, I, I realized that somebody that were actually seeing my interviews on Goodreads and uh, BookBob, I'm like, why not do it in a, a different format? Get a wider readership. Yeah. So that it's, it's, you know, that's what it is. It's reviews. You know, that, that's what you're going to see is a review book up that I liked. Oh, that's great. Now, do you review just romance or do you review all sorts of genres? There, It's all romance. That's my reading choice. Although I have read Patterson and Lodlam and suspense novels, but romance has always been my release, you know, from reality. So I, I don't see that changing. Although I did have somebody wanting me to review a, like a how-to book, which I thought was kind of bizarre. Um, <laughs> I think I saw you talking about that, actually, in our conversation. Oh, yeah. It's like I have no clue how they even found me. But um, needless <laughs> to say, I did not do that. Right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I don't see it being anything other than romances unless something you know special comes out of the, out of the works. Right. Awesome. Well, I know. For both Anne and I, we both read romance too. Like not just our own, obviously, but lots of other authors. Uh-huh. And it's like my dirty or guilty pleasure getaway from reality. Uh-huh. Yeah, I actually just finished uh, Sasa Daniels' second claimed book last night. Oh, yeah. Actually, not last night. At four o'clock this morning, when I woke <laughs> up for no apparent reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You and know, I thought you, about, know, you know, the books are good if you're picking it up at four a.m. <laughs> Right. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Or don't yeah. put it down. Don't put it down and stay up all night. Yeah. Well, I Sass have to admit. Claimed, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just going to say Sass's claimed mate series is uh, there's something about her writing that reminds me of you, Anne. It's it's not like there's this 
dun, 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 massive pulling. There's this right. slick kind of, oh, and then this happened. Oh, and then this happened. And all of a sudden you're going, oh, really? <laughs> it's like a subtle tug of rope and it's constantly just drawing you in yeah. so yeah i was at four o'clock this morning it was either go out in the dark and get in the hot tub or read sasa so i went for the book yeah i think uh-huh. I, I think one of my favorite view views that i've ever written was like so it was like i missed two appointments and ended up staying up all night just to finish the book and i was like yes <laughs> yes yes i'm haunting them now it worked oh Oh, gosh okay so that takes us to our next question which is do you okay well actually you kind of answered that because we the next question was do you review all genres or just that's what i said yeah yeah you you know what you're doing so well it would not surprise me in the slice if you continue to get interesting requests (laughs) yeah you're gonna have to expect it now yeah Yeah. i actually just had since I've started the author interviews, I mean, they've really gone since, you know, from our scorching hot night decided we needed to get these 95 authors into our group and active and the interviews have taken off. I've had people contact me and I had two narrators contact me, which I thought was kind of cool that they wanted me to interview them. They wanted me to review their books from a narrator's perspective they aren't the writers, they're the narrators. So so that is cool that they saw my interviews to start with, but it's a different outlet to go to. Yeah. yeah. No, Very cool. I, I know yeah. I'm going through the process of having my books put into audio right now. And I've only narrators read, are... I've only read a, a listen to a chapter of these people. It is a first audio that I've ever heard with sound effects oh that's awesome it is so cool so um, yeah that's a new trend that I've seen I'm not sure how I feel about it because part of it it's it's awesome um yeah but I, I I think part of what I love about books is the ability to put my own imagination in and as soon as you start adding not just voices and everything like that when you add the audio effects I think I almost treat it in the same as I do TV instead. Like it goes into a different part of my brain. The proportion that I heard, it was more like he's in a church and he sees a priest and the priest is um, punishing a boy. So you kind of hear, you know that he's punishing because you can kind of hear thing. and, And the voices of the boy and the priest are kind of, echo form so you know it's uh, it's different than his main character uh, right I grew yeah. up listening to audio tapes so my mom thought I, I was one of those kids that I was too too much of a live wire mm-hmm. and so instead of putting me on drugs they, <laughs> <laughs> they said she has to mentally and physically be exhausted in order for her to sleep so yeah. I played every sport and I, I basically was in sports till nine o'clock at night. And then I'd come home and I'd listen to all these audiobooks so I could have the lights off and just kind of pass out when they ended. Mm-hmm. But like Hounds of the Baskervilles, like we're talking old stories and those had sound effects in them. And I always found them interesting. They like hear the knock on the door, right? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought it was kind of neat, but I was also a kid. And so I don't know. I've never listened to one with sound effects as an adult. But yeah. I have with my children, 
and watched that impact on them and they quite enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Next question. Do you have a favorite subgenre within romance that something that will always drag you in or that you prefer? I like romance of any kind, as long as it's got a happily ever after. But I'm finding that the darker books and the power exchange books are, they're a little bit more interesting. That It seems like the backstories are a little bit deeper. So I think that's where I tend to, most of my reading is landing in that direction now. Although, you know, I love rom-coms and everything else, but the, the darker seems to be more interesting. The, the MC clubs, the, the VDMS and, you know, all of that kind of. Yeah. And I, I think we, we go in cycles. I know when I'm reading, if I read a book and I enjoy it, then I'll look for a couple more just like it. So <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely. Me too. So that does it go interestingly into, have you ever been asked to read and review a book that you just didn't like? Yes. What'd you um, do? Well, I had to review it because, you know, you're when you're asked to review it, it the book didn't make sense to me. They basically are friends of two friends who come to a restaurant together and they meet. But then she goes to the restroom and she's accosted. But instead of waiting for the police to get there, he leaves with her. And it's just a thing. And then like the next week they're married. And it's like, there was no, there, there was no story. It was like, what? So in my review, which I gave them a three, I it hated it. I basically stated in my review that I was really confused. I, I didn't attack the writer. I just basically said the story made no sense to me. And then I felt like maybe I didn't give her a chance. So I read several more of her books, which weren't any better. (laughs) I mean, she's, there's a child, they go to the beach and yet they go to the restroom and the child's at the beach. And all I'm thinking is the child's going to drown, you know, and then, (laughs) and then several, you know, chapters later, this child has more better grammar than I do. So it it just made, it had, it made no sense. Totally. (laughs) You're so funny. So, and then on the other realm, I, I don't usually read reviews, but somebody posted in one of my author's groups, this one star and this lady ranted and raved and tore this author down. And she only read three pages of the book. I, I was livid, you know, for this author who I hadn't read. So I went and got the book to leave a better review because I was just, it upset me that much. I love the book. I actually love the whole series. And, and I left my whole rant in the review about why I had gotten the book to start with. So, so that was on the other realm, but I, I will never put a bad book review on my blog. My blog is to share books I like. So if I don't like it, Unless I'm required to read it and have to put it on Amazon, I, I won't put it on my blog. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, another thing, like when I wrote under my original name, 
one of the ways that I gained reviews was to do a review exchange with other authors. So I did that mm-hmm. quite a bit. And I've actually cut and pasted all my ones from Goodreads, just because I find it interesting to look back on them. And what I, I had two where I said to them, okay, look, like I, I messaged them privately before I posted. And I said, I think you would prefer me to not post. So I'm not going to, because I don't like affecting personally as right. an author. I don't like affecting other authors' ratings. Right. Yes, um, exactly. And, and so if I if we're doing this as a mutual benefit, I, that's not going to be a benefit. <laughs> so right. I just, I just, you know, messaged her in advance and said, yeah. you know, I'm going to give this to you and you can do what you want with it. Um, yeah. Totally no, I, I mean, Skylar, you and I both know, like, there is a buyer beware when you're looking at reviews. We had an author friend who got a one star, or no, I'm sorry, a two star review. And it was, it was, it was horrible. It was just completely attacking uh, the author, not the writing. And when you clicked on this reviewer's name, it had 700 plus text reviews, average rating 1.5 stars. Oh, oh yeah. my God. So, so that, that just... meant that this person never liked any book ever. Oh, right. yeah. I, or, um, or never really read any book ever. Just enjoy. just wanted to, you know, yeah. torturing people. <laughs> I mean, I've had a few books that I didn't connect with the character, but it wasn't a badly written book. So in my review, I would put that, that it was well written, you know, the characters, whatever. But I just couldn't connect with, you know, if I can't put myself in that story. Mm-hmm then it doesn't get a five star, but I've never gone under a four except for the one time. But I did state that it was well-written. It just wasn't for me. Right. Right. You know? Okay. Do you have a favorite book? Oh my God. (laughs) I have so many. If I have to pick out of all time, my favorite book, it would be Diana Gabaldon Outlander. Right. 1991. I, I've read her from the beginning, and I'm sorry, just love Jamie. Um, I've read her series three times. Like the, I've got those fat books. Oh yeah, those and I've only... read the series three times because I there was one book in there I find really slow, and I can't remember if it's book three or four. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Highland or Outlander is is an awesome oh, book yeah. series to read for sure. Well, now it's the only books I have, period, because everything's on my tablet. But it's the only books I've ever had in hardcover. Yeah, I just really love. I love that series. I also bought them for yeah. my adult daughter, but, so she's got the whole series too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. you know, I find it. I remember when they put the season one of Outlander on Netflix or on TV or whatever it was. Yeah, um, when they did the the stars, I think it's the, on stars. And I was really surprised. Like, I guess now that I understand literature from a romance perspective, like from subcategories better it makes sense to me but mm-hmm. i remember them putting it under sci-fi and i'm like this is historical how the hell can it be under sci-fi i don't understand but i think time travel time travel time travel is sci-fi but the whole thing i mean so much of it takes place in history and she does a great job of making those historical references very accurate so she's got a fictitious story yes and a very real part of history which is why i like yep. it yeah, yeah. I, I used to only read historical romance for that because it was researched. I mean, I had read some contemporary stuff that was just totally 
the, the information was wrong and it kind of turned me off for a long time. Yeah. Now with them being like fake cities and real areas, it makes it's better, but you know, in the past they were, they were brutal. Yeah. I agree. I have a question for you, Deb. Yes. Can you think of a book that took you by surprise? In other words, you kind of like you were just talking about how you read primarily historical. Uh, I was the same. I started off with historical romance. And if it didn't have a kilt on the cover, I wasn't interested. (laughs) Give me a Highlander and a kilt. Now, talking to Sasa Daniels, she's told me that that is strictly fantasy. And I'm like, I don't care. Don't tell me any different. Uh, Keep my fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but maybe like and it could be strictly that the cover or the blurb didn't match the book at all. But have you ever been taken by surprise and went, oh, maybe pleasantly or otherwise? I have. I don't remember specifics, but I've seen covers that it's like the whoever did the covers didn't read the book, didn't read the blurb. It'd be a blonde guy who had dark hair. I mean, it, it was just totally didn't jive. For the most part, I, I don't do covers that much. I'll, you know, I read blurbs. For the most part, it's an author I like, and I'll read everything in their library. But I've kind of gotten out of the cover thing because some of the guys just don't hit me. Yeah. Yeah, I think if you're going to go with that, Anna and I have talked about this too, where if you if the cover's a draw and the blurb's a draw, then it's a win-win. Yeah. Right? You're, you're, there's a pretty good chance that they're going to read the story. But you're right. If, if the cover doesn't grab you, there's a pretty good chance yeah. that they're going to get yeah. missed out for sure. Yeah. And when, when you're yeah. picking out a cover, whether to read or as an author, you have to remember that different people are going to react differently to different body types, different expressions, different, you know. Exactly. Exactly. Everything like that. You know, but yeah, so I don't pay too much attention to the covers because the guy just may not be who attracts me. And sometimes you see the guy and you get it and the book isn't anything like the guy. So (laughs) I just, (laughs) you know. False advertising. Exactly. He doesn't have this eight pack and stuff, but (laughs) it's funny. (laughs) Um, So, you know, so I, I personally, I don't really take the, you know, the book as the cover. Yep. How do you find new authors to read? Is it just through Amazon recommendations or currently it's ARCs that are being thrown at me and I really, really am liking them all. I haven't found any of those in the last two months that I don't like. And I really wish on a few of them that I had more time to spend on more of their books. But that's how are they authors sending you arcs or are they through, say, Booksprout or something like that? Um, Service. Originally, it was through Booksprout and Book Siren. And, and like Skylar, a few of the authors I've gotten into messaging and gotten mm-hmm. to know them better. And so they've sent me things directly. I joined a, a bloggers group on Instagram. And through that, 
authors, I guess, are going through that. They know that we're bloggers and stuff. And then uh, somehow I got invited to a PR group. Good. And that's who where you see all of my covers and promos and stuff through them. And it's in, you know, the book also, you know, for the review. There's actually a lot of things that you do that would be covered under a PR for sure. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's great that you are involved in more than just a blogging or reviewing groups because you're a promoter. Yeah, it's gotten, when I first started my blog, it was in the hope. And I think I told you, Skylar, it was in the hope that one person, just one person saw a review and they went and read the book. That's all, that's all I wanted was one person to not just like my review, but they, they were interested in the book. And it's gotten to the point that the authors who I'm following, I try to make sure that I follow them on social media. And when they have new things come out that I, you know, I post it everywhere that I'm posting and, and it has, it has gotten into supporting authors who, you know, a lot of them I haven't read, but, you know, to get their word out there, I figure if you're going to send me a book for free, I feel an obligation to promote you as much as I can is appreciation. And we appreciate it too. (laughs) You know? Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and it's gotten to the feedback I get back. It's just, it is, I don't know. It just makes me feel really good that it's being, that authors are seeing it and they really appreciate it. You know? Well, I think you're going to have to change your goal because I know for a fact that your words are actually drawing traffic to people's books. Uh, Especially when you told me that Sasa told me that when I started her spotlight, from book one, and this is an older series, and I have put it on my to be, you know, to be read list. But she told me that as soon as I started my spotlight, and she, that she's noticed on um, traffic going to these books. Yes, so, she's noticed an increase um, in traffic. I heard that too. Yeah, but also you yourself said I think when the Savior was releasing, and yeah. you did the series. I think I was the blessed to be the first person to have the in-depth look at the series yes and I think that was my first first interview too yeah oh my gosh and and I I just love our partnership that way and I think that you get what is trying to be created but I know for a fact that people were noticing that series interview the behind the scenes with angels and demons Mm -hmm. and that that sparked some increase in activity as well. And so I'm always so grateful for the attention that you give to my work. I love your work. And the series spotlight is, is a a fun thing to do because it's, it's something you wouldn't necessarily think to put out there, but I'm sure readers love it. When I first started my interviews, that was kind of, I've always read and to the point that, my daughter and different, they're like, why don't you write? And I'm like, yeah, I'm not putting my name on a book. <laughs> and, uh, I don't That's want okay. We can think of a new one for you. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I mean, if, if people got a hold of my, um, my tablet, oh my God. But, but I wanted to get into the author's heads because it really, really interests me how 
you come up with your stories and how, and that's why I started the interviews. And then when you had asked me what I thought about doing a spotlight, it really was exciting because then I got to actually see why you created this character and, and behind, not behind the author, but I actually got to see behind these characters and, and how they came to be. And I actually have six spotlights that are ready to go, just waiting for their dates. Nice. And, and one of the authors, which her book, new book releases in November, it's a 15 book series. So this is the most in-depth one that I did. So that one's kind of really exciting. Nice. Good for you. Awesome. Do you yeah. see anything else in your future? Expanding the blog, maybe doing your own podcast or vlogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like listening to my voice. I think, I mean, I started my blog in the middle of February. Skylar has been my biggest cheerleader, you know, <laughs> um, egging me on and stuff. And I just last week had 7,000 viewers. Yay! Tomorrow, I mean, views. tomorrow I'm going to hit 8,000. <gasps> Congratulations. That is so exciting. Yay. <laughs> I, besides the reviews, the interviews, I'm really liking the spotlights. If I can get more narrators also to get interviews, that's, I mean, that's a handful. I, I don't know what other reading outlet I could do, but the interviews, I actually had one lady who had saw my interviews, I guess, popping up on Instagram and asked how she could get on the list, which is really nice. So, so basically whenever I'm reading a book and I have a new author who comments and says, thank you or whatever, I ask them immediately if they'd like an interview. So I, that's what I see is me reviewing the books, continuing the promo, the author's, and just put out as many interviews and spotlights and, you know, behind the scenes for the readers, you know, so that you can get to know the authors. I mean, it, some of these are very intimidating, <laughs> the backgrounds <laughs> of these authors, you know, they've got so many degrees and masters and oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> but, you know, that, that's where I, I don't see it going any further than, you know. Well, and I just want to add to that, that we brought Deborah on as an admin in Scorching Hot Romance on Facebook. So for those of you that are listening, if you're on Facebook, uh, joins you can join the Scorching Hot Romance group. It's a private group. And Deb uses that as a launch pad for a lot of her work. And because she's done that, we have had a lot of traffic. And it gives all of us an opportunity to learn and get to know new people. That's amazing. All right. I think that. Yeah. It's a wrap. Where's that clapper? Clap. It's, a, it's wrap. a wrap. Thank you so much <laughs> for coming on Coast Thanks, to Coast Deb. Romance. Um, thank you for having me. Have a great thank day. You. Thank you for listening to Coast to Coast Romance. I'm Ann Jensen. And I'm Skylar West. If you'd like to contact either of us, our links are located in the show notes. Have a great week. Thanks so much for joining us.